suffered an injury. It has been a – it was a crazy weekend in college football. Uh, I mean, you had some wild ones and you had some you had some instant classics. I mean, but let's begin with, with Alabama and A&M. A, did you see that one coming? And B, uh, are you surprised that Alabama fell out of the top four? Because quite frankly, I am. I thought for several reasons that they would still be a top four football team. So, so uh, of course, I do the college football playoff show where we talk about the – to play off every single week. Uh, and on the show that we had the previous week, I basically like joked, like I don't even see the, like the path. I don't even know what it looks like for Texas A&M to beat Alabama, because that's how confident that I was that Texas A&M was not a team that was going to be able to keep up with Alabama. And so I was very surprised with the way that they came out. I was very surprised with the way that quarterback Zach Calzada played. It was a really impressive game. And I think that the other thing, too, that I'll say about that game is that a lot of the time when teams beat Alabama, it's just like a historic player going on a historic performance or just something crazy like that, right? Like it felt like it felt like this game was so much more Texas A&M kind of standing up and in their own way kind of going head-to-head with the talent, which is something that I definitely did not uh, anticipate. In terms of them falling out of the top four, I mean, it, it's the worst loss by a top 10 team in, in a while. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's the first unranked team to beat a number one overall team since 2008. It's the first unranked team to beat Alabama since 2007, which was Nick Saban's first season. So, I mean, I, I'm not that surprised that they fell out of the top four. I mean, you've got those four teams at the top that I think have kind of separated themselves right now in terms of resume, is those teams being Georgia, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and Iowa. And so I, I think for me, five was the right place for them to be. That's where I had them uh, in my CBS 130 ballots. I, I think that they have plenty of opportunity to play their way back into the top four. But, I mean, this is a team, right, like, all of a sudden, their best win is, is over number 20, Florida, which is a team that lost Kentucky as well. So I think that they have plenty of opportunity to play their way back in. They're going to have a lot of opportunities. And if they win out, they're going to be in the college football playoff, no problem. But uh, I, I do think losing to a team like Texas A&M, who was playing so poorly heading into the game, I, I think that that definitely has to be counted against them. Lincoln Riley and the Sooners come back and beat the Horns in the Cotton Bowl on the biggest stage for those two teams thus far this season and maybe every year. But Lincoln Riley now says, well, he's going to see how the quarterback battle goes. Is there any way he doesn't know who his quarterback is right now? (laughs) You know what is interesting is that last year in the Red River game, he also pulled Spencer Rattler, and he played Tanner Mordecai. And Tanner Mordecai kind of helped settle them down. Now, Rattler did come back in the game, so that is a big difference. He did, you know, obviously, Caleb Williams led a 21-point comeback, the biggest in the history of the Red River Showdown. But I, I do think that more than anything, I, I mean, I don't even think it's a talent thing. I think it's a fit thing. And I, I think that when Caleb Williams came into the game, you just saw how much more comfortable the offensive line looked, and you saw how much more comfortable the running game looked, just because you have a quarterback that you had to account for defensively in the run game. And, and I think that, you know, Oklahoma's known for their offensive line play, but it really hasn't been there at an elite level this season. They've they really kind of struggled. And if you have an offensive line that's not just going to ball guys like it's nothing – I just have a hard time thinking that they can stick with a guy who really wants to be more of a pure pocket passer. And so I do think that it is a legitimately open competition. I do think that Lincoln Riley is going to look at it. I think he's going to see, you know, because Caleb Williams, you know, he came in and had a really nice game, but 
he's a freshman, right? He doesn't know the offense as well as Spencer Rattler. So I do think they're going to legitimately look at it, but I would expect that Caleb Williams is going to be the guy. But I also wouldn't be shocked if both of those guys play against TCU. Well, that's a great point because look who came in to run the two-point conversion. Right. <laughs> because he's gotten probably 99% of those two-point conversion snaps uh, So uh, in practice. Hey, let's move down to, to Baton Rouge. Is is Coach Ed in trouble? I, I don't know if there's any way that he can survive this. So, you know, they fall obviously to 500. They're only, I believe, 8-7 and seven, uh, overall since they won the national championship. I mean, that that's just crazy. Stuff, right like I mean this looks like it was about to maybe turn into one of the great programs in college football and you look at the way that they've recruited I mean I remember that 2020 and 2021 recruiting classes and seeing the way they finished up and they were like cutting four-star kids because they were like sorry we can get an even better kid right and so the talent level in Baton Rouge has risen at such a crazy level but it's starting to feel like and, and it's not just this week but really overall it's starting to feel like maybe that run was a fluke like, like just maybe you had this great quarterback and and you look at it, I mean, even the other 10 wins he's met at Orgeron has to his name was with Joe Burrow when Joe Burrow was kind of struggling. And then obviously they go 15-0 and the next season. So I, I don't know whether this can be turned around, right? Like, I think that you get an opportunity to clear the deck and kind of try to start over and hire two new coordinators and, and really try to revamp the program. But if you do that and everything still kind of looks the same, and especially going on the road and losing to, to Kentucky, or a good Kentucky team, I don't want to underrate them, but but really in a game that was never close. I mean, this is the first time in a long, long time we've seen an LSU team that really might struggle to even go 500 this year. They haven't finished below 500 or uh, or even before last year at 500 since before Nick Saban took over the program in 2000. So they're starting to reach some historic lows despite all the talent that they brought into the program. And so if you're LSU right now, I mean, I, I just don't think you can afford to fall behind, and that seems to be what they're doing. Speaking of Kentucky, sitting at number 11, they got the Bulldogs of Georgia this week. Can they push Georgia at all, or is that an impossibility for anybody at this point? Yeah, it, the thing that I don't like about this matchup is that it feels like the Georgia-Arkansas matchup, where it's not even about the quality of what Arkansas was, but they just want to do a lot of the same things that Georgia does, and Georgia just does it better, right? Like, they just want to defend at a high level. They want to control the ball. They want to run the ball. And and I just don't think that they can do it better than Georgia, right? I mean, Georgia's built to stop this kind of team, to sort of uh, to stop this kind of defensive-minded physical team. And so – I'm worried that that's what it's going to be, right? Like, I'm worried that it's going to be the type of game where Kentucky's trying to push Georgia around and Georgia just has, you know, 45 stars and, and can't really, you know, do anything about that. And so that would be my one concern. Now, the one thing that I will say is that their quarterback, Will Levis, has played really well at times this season. They have a dynamic receiver in Wandell Robinson. So maybe they can hit on some big plays and kind of open up the game. But I think that's what they're going to have to do. I, I don't see a way around uh, kind of them competing outside of that. So I expect it'll be a low-scoring game, but I'm worried, again, that, that Kentucky's just going to try to kind of run what they do, and they're going to struggle because Georgia's kind of built to stop it. Let's let's talk about the game here in River City, uh, BYU and your alma mater, the Baylor Bears. Th- this is an interesting game on a number of fronts. Number one, it's, it's, uh, it's homecoming, and you know all about homecoming here in, in Waco. Number two, you've got uh, – You've got two staffs that are that are incredibly familiar with each other, and number three, this is a future conference game. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting pieces to this football game. 
Yeah, there's no question about it. And also, whichever team wins this game is going to be in the AP Top 25. I mean, I, I kind of think that Baylor should be back there anyway after what they did last week. But uh, but I think that this is a really underrated matchup in college football this weekend. And so, yeah, you mentioned it. I mean, Jeff Grimes, Eric Mateos, the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, both coming from BYU to Waco. Uh, and also, yeah, they're going to be future Big 12 foes. I mean, this is, a, I think, a huge opportunity for Baylor to kind of show, you know, because they they have that game against Oklahoma State where they go on the road and struggle. I, I think that this is the kind of game where they can also come out and make a statement. And I'm really, I'm going to be really curious, too, just in terms of the on-field stuff, because you do have two teams that are going to know exactly what to prepare for when defending against opposing offenses, because, of course, BYU with Jeff Grimes, that's what they defended against the past several years in practice. And same deal, right? Like, BYU runs a very similar offense to, to what Baylor runs. They kind of just promoted a guy internally to keep the offensive momentum rolling. So I, I think that this could be a really, really good game. You mentioned it's homecoming, so I hope that the atmosphere will be really good out there. Uh, and the other thing, too, that, that I wouldn't underrate is that, I mean, BYU, the reason that they're going to the Big 12 is because they have one of the biggest national fan bases in college football. Like, I don't want to compare it to Notre Dame necessarily, but you kind of have a little bit of that where, like, because they're kind of the official team of like Mormons around the country, you have a lot of fans around the country and there are a lot of Mormons in Texas. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if they have a great showing too. And it's just a great atmosphere overall. So I'm, I'm really excited for the game. I can't wait to watch. Does Texas bounce back against Oklahoma state Saturday? I, I'm not super confident about that because Oklahoma state, you look at all these metrics, look at all these rankings and obviously you see Baylor go on the road and really struggle. Like, they have one of the best defenses right now in college football. I, I think that they're rated as like a top 15 defense right now. So I, I do think that Texas can certainly go and win the game, but like I do think that the offense might have some issues. And, and Texas loses uh, wide receiver Jordan Whittington. We don't know exactly how long he's going to be out. So you're kind of talking about two real dynamic pieces on offense. And, and this is an Oklahoma State team that can make things difficult, especially for opposing quarterbacks. So I do think that they can win the game. It's, you know, it's not that they can't. They they do also get Oklahoma State in Austin, which I think is a big deal because Oklahoma State tends to play a lot better at home. But it's going to be an ugly game, I think. I don't think this is going to be, per se, like a get-right game or a bounce-back game. I think it's going to be a real hard-fought battle. Shahan, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, so again, we're, I'm putting out my upset picks later today. Uh, I'm also putting together a feature on a Dark Horse Heisman candidate. That'll hopefully be out next week. So early in the process on that one, but uh, but I'm excited to get started. You want to go ahead and break the news here? I mean, we'll, we'll let you. <laughs> Still trying to set up interviews, so I'll, I'll keep it quiet. Maybe, maybe next week I'll let you know. That sounds good. All right, hey, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much. See you later. I tried, Ward. I mean, <laughs> all you can do, <laughs> just ask. You can get told no, but you, you can ask. All right, that is Shahan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. It is uh, 7.43, uh, 17 away from eight. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Baylor-BYU game coming up in just a couple of minutes. But uh, right now, I want to talk to you about our, uh, ab- about Republic Gun Club. The premier gun range experience is coming to Central Texas. That's right. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between the Metroplex and and Austin with a training center, a uh, firearm retail center, a uh, on-site gunsmith, 
in an event venue. It's it's a complete deal. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special memberships are available, and you can check it out online right now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more info. That's uh, republicgunclub.com. Grand opening's coming up October the 23rd. And I think we're going to be out there broadcasting live. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, they're going to have uh, the Waco Axe Company there. We'll, uh, so you can throw uh, you can throw an axe and Lord, I'll duck. I promise. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> you're not in. Right. I but, mean, I might try, but it's not going to be pretty. No, I mean, I'm not going to clank it off the wall. I know what's going to happen, but we'll try. Uh, there are going to be food trucks, ice cream trucks, food uh, face painting, uh, live music with uh, Sloppy Joe. Look forward to that. Uh, they're going to give away some goodie bags, all kinds of fun. It's going to be a big party. Make note, October the 23rd, a couple of weeks from now. Uh, and I think Baylor's open on that date. So uh, it should be a lot of fun and a great opportunity for you to come out to Republic Gun Club. That'll be coming up October the 23rd. 7.45, we talk Baylor football. We do it next right here on, on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears stepping out of Big 12 play this week for a homecoming matchup with the BYU Cougars. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Brigham Young on homecoming in Waco this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. If you miss country music under the star-studded Texas sky, this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo concert lineup is perfect for you. Dance the night away with Tracy Lawrence and Carson Jeffrey on Thursday, October 14th. Walker Hayes, Gabe Lee, and Jack Ingram will hit the stage Friday, October 15th. And Joe Nichols and Mike Ryan, Saturday, October 16th. Learn more about the Bud Light Music Stage concert lineup and purchase your tickets at hotfair.com. We'll see you there. It's time to drive at home. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. New and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. Have a winning season with First Central's local blitz play. Quick loan processing with flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. 
The Astros beat the White Sox 10-1 to win the American League Divisional Series, three games to one. Houston now heads to their fifth consecutive American League Championship Series, where they will meet the Boston Red Sox starting on Friday. A solo home run by Freddie Freeman in the bottom of the eighth launched the Braves to a 5-4 win over the Brewers to secure a spot in the National League Championship Series for the second year in a row. The Braves will have to wait to find out if they're facing the Giants or the Dodgers as Los Angeles sent that National League Divisional Series back to San Francisco for Game 5 with a 7-2 win over the Giants late last night on the West Coast. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven forty-nine. Ah, New York, New York. I'm, I'm wondering about their manager. <laughs> uh, he, he may be in a little trouble. Uh, it's 11 away from 8 o'clock. You know, if you don't win there, you're in trouble. I mean, that's just the way it is in New York for whatever reason. So. Not much patience. Yeah, they don't. you're right. Uh, so here we go. The uh, Bears and BYU, we just talked about it with uh, a little bit with Shahan Jay Raja from CBSSports.com. One of the things the Bears have done this year, Ward, and I want to get your opinion, again, as a former player and as a, uh, as a, as a coach at the collegiate level, uh, all of these fourth down opportunities the Bears have taken, even on the minus side of the fifty, do you do you do you look? I'm a I'm a conservative person by nature, and I, I don't think there is a single thing in the world wrong with punting the football, putting your opponent deep on the other end of the field, trying to get a stop and get the ball back. I mean. I know that it's 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 a great thing when you go for it on fourth down and you're successful. And this football team has been very, very successful. But, man, I cringe when they go for it on the minus side of the 50 because if you don't, you've almost put your opponent in scoring position, at least for three. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I, I can see both sides of it, and, and you got to outweigh the risk-reward factor. And – you also have to look at how good is your defense playing. Do you have confidence in your defense to get a stop there? And if you do, then, yeah, you go for it. And that's what that's what Dave Aranda talks about. He talks about what, what we call complementary football, where if you, if you don't succeed, that the defensive unit can come in and get a stop. Mm-hmm. But, again, do you want to put your defense in that position, whether you've got confidence in them or not? I mean, it, it, it's look. It's it's a it's a personal choice from a team standpoint and a coaching staff standpoint. I get that. This team right now already already has attempted eleven fourth down. They got eleven fourth down conversions. Six of those eleven fourth downs have been on their side of the fifty. Six of those eleven fourth. They rank fifth nationally with eleven fourth down conversions. You're in the same boat. Do you? Is that your mentality, or is your mentality, hey, maybe let's punt it and 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 see if we can't get a stop? Well, I I don't think that you can have just a a a set factor of hey, if we come up with this, we're going to go for it. I I know that it's probably got something to do with down and distance. Um, that's always a factor, but it also has to do with how the game is going. 
Uh, how do you feel the flow of the game is going? Do you, you know, part of the time you might need to jolt your team so you go for it. Part of the time is you're in kind of a rhythm so you feel like that this should be no problem. This is just another down for your offense. And so you, you go with that. You have to put the game flow into account. And, again, I go back to do you have confidence in your defense to be able to get the stop if you don't do it and get the ball back to your offense? And I think that that plays a bigger factor in it than anything else. And the other side of the coin is how much confidence do you give to your entire team? To the offense by saying, I feel like you can get this, and to the defense by saying, Hey, if we don't get this, I know you're going to get the stop. It just builds confidence throughout the throughout the team. 11 of 14 on fourth down. Only three times they haven't converted. Six of seven on fourth down in their own end of the field. Now, of those of the seven fourth down attempts in its own territory, the six conversions have have led to 31 points. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm talking about. That momentum. Yeah, uh, but. Again, man, if you don't, you're you're saying, D, you got to get it done. Here's what Dave Aranda said about fourth down conversion opportunities. There is some education that has to go with that, I think. Um, we had uh, Sean Bell, I think, spoke to the team on Wednesday just about what we use and kind of what our analytics look like and, you know, the difference between maybe early in the game and late in the game on fourth down decisions and um, – you know, how the, the decision's going to end uh, with me. But, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it prior throughout the week. And um, and um, it's something that we as a staff spend a lot of time on. So I think that was important to do because I think they they appreciate it. And, um, you know, they're they're happy when it works, when it doesn't. You know, they have to, um, to be on the same page for um, complimentary football and the other side's kind of stepping up and getting our back. And so I think we've seen that. But there will be more opportunities. You know, I think BYU is a great example. A lot of fourth downs coming in this game. They are great at fourth down. And they are they might be more um, more aggressive than we are in that phase. And so for us on defense, that's going to be a new arena for us. How about that? <laughs> BYU is more aggressive on fourth down than are the Bears. So. There you go. All right, uh, it is Baylor and BYU. Should be fun. Saturday afternoon, 2.30 kick with John, JJ, and Ricky. Uh, our coverage will begin at 10.30 with Game Day Live. And that will begin at 10.30 out in Touchdown Alley, so it should be a lot of fun. It's uh, 7.55. This is, game, uh, this is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And John joins us now with uh, today's uh, Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor Soccer gears up for the Longhorns on Friday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-size hail and baseball-size hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, 
We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Wear what the Bears wear. Get the latest in Baylor Nike gear at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. It's the Baylor Coaches Show. Tonight, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us tonight, beginning at 7, live from Rudy's in here from the coach of the national champion Baylor Bears, Scott Drew, and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's tonight at Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show. Tonight, live from Rudy's in Waco. Here on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. That is tonight for our weekly Baylor Coaches Show. Tonight, live from Rudy's, beginning at 7 p.m., come and hear Baylor men's basketball coach, the coach of the national champion Bears, Scott Drew, and football head coach, Dave Aranda. That's tonight, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's and here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor soccer gearing up for their next match. It is Friday evening on the banks of the Brazos, hosting Texas Baylor soccer coming off an 0-1-1 trip to the Kansas schools over the weekend. Looking forward to being home for the rivalry against Texas on Friday. Yeah, we're obviously excited to be back home. The Kansas trip was a long trip, and you know, one-game weekend is, is fantastic uh, just to get the best out of both teams. And it's homecoming week, and we'll have a lot of great alumni, a lot of people there. It'll be a fun match. Really, right now it's number one and number two. Uh, in the conference facing each other and uh, that's fun this is, these are the games that you kind of live for and look forward to uh, where you've got an opportunity to do something special here towards the end of the the, the conference segment and uh, should be a lot of fun should be a lot of people in the stands and should be a beautiful night what this rain will be gone by then and should be just a great uh, ramp up to the football game which will be the next day so we hope you will come out and, and support us Paul Johnson and Baylor Soccer home this Friday, hosting Texas at Betty Lou Mays Field. It's a 7 p.m. match time on Friday. The broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Rudy's and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions are back home at Waco ISD Stadium as they host the Midway Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7.30. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Midway this Friday night at 7 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas.
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and you for a Wednesday morning. Drive safely if you're out and about this morning. Be especially careful in and around our school zones, please. All right. Uh, coming up Friday night, we've got high school football all throughout Central Texas. A lot of great football games. And, of course, uh, starting today, uh, you can start to uh, you keep it locked in right here to ESPN Central Texas and to our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We've got uh, area high school football coaches shows for you. In fact, there's uh, every week we do about 32 area high school football coaches shows to keep you up to date on what is going on as far as high school football in the heart of Texas is concerned. So, uh, so yeah, that starts today on both ESPN and on Fox. All right. Uh, joined now by the uh, director of athletics for the Waco independent school district, coach Ed Love coach. Good morning. How are you? Oh man, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Other than battling this traffic, I hear something happened on the interstate. So I'm in my car. I hope you can hear me. Well, we, uh, we to get to work. We've got you fine. We appreciate your time, and uh, make sure you drive carefully. Now, uh, let's uh, All right, thank let, you. Let, let's talk a little high school football here, real quick. Uh, you, this year, in particular, and, and I think this has been a, a very cool thing that you guys have done at Waco ISD. And I want you to kind of talk about and explain your thought process. But uh, this year, you have uh, you've honored uh, several several people and several or- groups, and you have inducted several people into the into the hall of fame and in friday night you're going to honor uh my dear friend uh coach butch henry uh talk just about the process of 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 coming to the conclusion hey we we want to we want to talk about and we want to honor a lot of people here this year and it has been a great year for that hasn't it yes it really has and uh first of all i have an outstanding uh group of i have an outstanding staff uh that we work together and uh, a lot of them are from Waco, and they know a lot more history about Waco than, than myself. And they've been around for a while. And there are a lot of people who have done great things for the city and for the community and have not been recognized. You know, with Coach Tusa, Coach Coleman, and Butch Henry, man. I mean, he's one of the first, first guys that helped me when I was a baseball coach at Waco High School. You're talking about wisdom. You're talking about guy that had, you know, such a great, just a great person, period. And he took time out to to talk to me one day when I just got the job at Waco High's baseball coach. Um, I was having tr- trouble keeping kids in the program, kind of like what Waco High University is going through now, keeping kids in middle school to working all the way through the process into the programs, the high school programs. And so um, he took time out. I didn't know who he was. I heard about Butch Henry and I heard about this guy who was such a great coach and, you know, winning all the time. And, and uh, I was over at Lake Carolina Little League Park looking at some of my, some of my player, future possible players. And uh, he came up to me and introduced himself and told me, and uh, he said, look, let me tell you something. I said, what's going on? He said, well, you got to get out more 
and and talk to these parents and let these parents get to know you and let them see that you know a little bit about baseball and they'll start trusting you and they'll let their kids stay with you. And I took, you know, I took, you know, I paid close attention because I, you know, I could tell this guy was serious about what he was saying because no one to that point uh, had to give me any type of uh, positive advice, of course, what I need to do specifically. And you know what? I did it. I did it and uh, got to know the parents. Parents got to know me. And then I was able to, to keep those athletes that were going to other schools in the surrounding area. So, I, man, I tell you what, you know, just the fact that he didn't know me, but he cared enough about uh, the community and about baseball that he, you know, took upon himself to, to tell me this is what you need to do. And I did it. And I'm telling you, it turned the baseball program around at Waco High School. It did. Just me listening to him. Man, he's, he was such a great guy, man. I mean, I've, and then and then they have an opportunity to – to honor him for all the things that he did, you know, just not just for high schools, but for the, you know, for Baylor and everywhere. I mean, he, this guy was, I mean, really, I mean, it's something that we definitely need to do just out of respect for what he's done to the community. So we're happy about that. Again, I have such a great group of people that I work with out there at the stadium, and uh, uh, we we also recognize the 1964. Uh, last state championship football team, and man, that was an outstanding event. We had a lot of people to show up. We had standing room only in there, and uh, just you know, just letting people know that we appreciate what they've done, and I mean, that's that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to open up the eyes for history is concerned, and and let people understand that and know that hey, there are a lot of things, great things that happen in Waco, especially in regards to athletics that has not been recognized, and we're trying to we're trying to rectify that. And I think there's some others that are going to be recognized uh, part of the Hall of Honor or Wall of Honor, something to that effect, uh, on Friday night as well? Yes, we are. Uh, another one, and I hate to keep going back to stories, but uh, Frank Dixon. Mm. Man, Frank Dixon, wow, man. If you could just, I tell you what, you could go there, you could go by B&B Athletics, <laughs> and you could sit down and talk to him, and boy, he has some of the best stories. Now, it might take a little time. You know, it might take him about 30 minutes to tell you one. But he has some of the best stories, some of the best jokes you ever wanted to hear. And you're talking about, again, someone who loved the community, someone that would do anything to help you. I mean, this guy was, I mean, I'm telling you, I have, I have a picture of him in my office right now. And I've had different jobs and different offices, but everywhere I go, I take him with me, man, because he was such an inspiration to me. There were many times that, you know, I was just, wow, I just, I'm ready to, get out of this coaching business and do something else. And I could go, I could go by B&B and sit down and talk to him. And, man, he would, he would change my mind so quickly, man. You're talking about a guy. He was another one of those guys that had such, so much wisdom and knowledge that, and just so inspirational. And I'm just, I'm just happy that we were able, that we were able to do something in his, in his honor as well. So that's all coming up this Friday night. Plus, you, hey, you got a pretty good football game in a crosstown robbery between – uh, the Lions and the Panthers. Yes, yes, we we do. We look forward to that. Uh, uh, we have a, you know, we, of course, you know, we have two brand new coaches, and we have uh, both of our football teams are, uh, uh, for us, uh, uh, both teams are young, and so you got two new coaches, you got new staffs, and, and I'm not making any excuses, but they're trying to learn. They're trying to learn the kids. They're trying to. It's a process, you know, to get your program going and establish your program. So. They are they're in the they're in the foundational building of that, and uh, to be able to 
you know, from Waco High to, you know, to play Midway. And, you know, it is a rivalry. There's no doubt about that. And, and we, you know, we look forward to it. You know, they have a new coach there as well. And, uh, their, you know, their program as far as winning is concerned is a little bit down this year as well. So it should be an interesting game. Ed, thank you. I appreciate your time, and I and I we we clearly appreciate everything that uh, you've done uh, for uh, for Waco Athletics. And I, again, I, I tip my hat to you guys uh, uh, for for saluting those who came before us and, and and done great things in this community, and and they're being honored now. And and I think it's a great thing, and we appreciate that very much. All right, well, thank you, and I appreciate your support. All right, Ed, we'll talk to you soon. And we'll have that game, by the way, on uh, Friday night right here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and, and Butch, as you know, spent many years here, Ward, uh, on this radio station. In fact, he and I did a radio show together for many, many years. Uh, his son, uh, one of his sons, uh, Keith Henry, will be my halftime guest, and we're going we're gonna to do a little reminiscing on, on uh, Friday night uh, about, uh, about Butch. So we'll do that at halftime of the uh, Waco Midway game. But, uh, yeah, they're going to uh, they're gonna honor Butch with the naming of the uh, broadcast booth, uh, the Butch Henry broadcast booth. So that, I think that will be – and very appropriate, I might add, because, again, he, uh, he, <laughs> he has been a part of WISD TV since the inception. And uh, just, just a, a good thing. It is. It's a good thing, and I and, and that and that was. I hope I conveyed my point to Coach Love. Uh, the fact that what they're doing is a good thing, honoring these honoring these people. And, and he brought up Frank Dixon. Uh, the Dixon family is one of the reasons I left this radio station several years ago. I went to work for them at BMB Athletics. Uh, I, I wanted to be a part of that sixty year tradition of serving high schools and kids and making sure that they had the proper equipment. And in the proper uniforms, it was it was it was a great deal. It, it, I I spent believe it or not ten years, uh, in what is the B and B building. I mean, it eventually uh, evolved to another company, but uh, it, it, I, ten years on Franklin Avenue in that building, and and loved every minute of it working with uh, uh, Frank's son Doug and and that staff, uh, uh, and and Spanky and all those guys down there. And and so they're they're gonna they're gonna give back to. Uh, to the Dixon family on Friday night as well. So if you're looking for, a, 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 you know, hey, look, it's it's a couple of teams that, that are struggling right now, but I promise you uh, Shane Anderson's going to get it turned at Midway. There's no doubt in my mind they're going to get that thing going right. And, and there's no doubt in my mind that uh, Lyndon Helch is the right guy for Waco. Uh, I've, I've been around him. I've talked to him a million times. And, and you, you know being in this business and you know being in the coaching business – it, it, a five-minute conversation, and you know if the guy's the right guy. You know that as well as I do. Sure, absolutely. You can tell if they're if they're doing things right, and you can see, uh, you know, it may not be the results that you want, but you nope. see the right results, and mm-hmm. that's all that matters. You and the way they go and, about and doing. Coach it. just said it. It's a process, mm-hmm. and whether you want to believe that or not, in this instantaneous world we live in, unfortunately, uh, people don't have the patience that we used to. And you want everything immediately, and how quickly can I get it? And why aren't we doing this? I mean, we hired you to, to turn this thing around, and it's been 45 minutes. What's the deal? I, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous, but uh, that's the world we live in. But in all reality, that's not the way things work, well, especially in athletics. As you know, there wouldn't have been a new coach if it wouldn't have been in the ditch. You know, so you, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a reason, or you know, they get a yeah. better opportunity. Right, I mean, there's, right. There's there's other reasons as well, but more times than not, that's it. I mean, it was not going 
the right direction and uh, somebody's got to get a, a heavy load to lift that out. And so um, it, it, it's not it's not something that can happen overnight. You'd like for it to. I get it. But it just it, – it doesn't. Well, it, and especially it, if it's as bad as it is in some places. And in the case of Midway, uh, they, they've had three or four – opportunities where they were close I mean really really close second half leading at halftime those type of things so you know the end re- and, it, and it's a results oriented business we all understand that you know in, in athletics you either win or you lose conversation over but when you can see the gap being closed mm-hmm. and you literally can see the gap being closed you know that it's they're, they're doing the right things absolutely and, and and trust me when I tell you that I'm I'm in that field house at Waco ISD at Waco High School Every week, I'm around that coach every week. I see what he's doing. I see the process in which he's doing it. They've got the right guy. Same thing. H- have a conversation with Coach Lasseter over, over at university. You know, and I promise you, you're going to walk away going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but as you pointed out, it is, it's, it's going to take some time. And, and you're, I mean, there, there's, there's one choice. And it's called patience, and you've got to have a little bit. And if you will, and if you'll look, if you'll if you'll look closely, and look for the little victories, because the little victories eventually evolve to the big victories, and you can see things getting better. Now scores don't look right right now. I get it. Results don't look the way you want them to right now. I I get that too, and and we're not here doing a. You know, a public service announcement for these guys. I'm just telling you what I see as a guy that has been broadcasting high school football for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you can see it. You absolutely can see it. Oh, so, you can tell the difference. Yeah, you, you absolutely can. And, and and if you, you know, if all you're looking for is the scoreboard, then you're not looking in the right place. No, it, it, but the scoreboard will eventually get there. It but, will. But it, it, there is it a process will. to get to that yeah, scoreboard. It will, but, I mean, I'm talking right now, and in the right. beginning of any any regime, more times than not, it, it's it's going to take some time to, to, to get that thing going in the right direction. You know, before consolidation, there were four high schools here in Waco. Johnny Tusa was the head coach of one of them, Jefferson Moore, the Lions. And they, when he got there, they were in the, they were in a losing streak, and they continued a losing streak. I mean, it, it covered three or four years. I mean, it was long where they were they were zero and ten, zero and ten, zero and ten. And I said, how in the world did you hang on and, and get through all that? He said, well, when we first got there, we were getting beat fifty six to nothing. Then we were getting beat thirty five to seven. Then we were getting beat twenty eight to fourteen. You could see the gap closing. The result was the same. But you could you could see the gap closing, and then when they got you know I think they started one year zero and five, won a district ball game to go one and five, and then went on a run and made the playoffs, because the 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 thing finally got the corner turned, and, and and that's that's what we're talking about here. You can you you're not seeing it on the scoreboard yet, but you will see the scoreboard and and you'll see the gap closing, and that's that's exactly what he told me how they you know he and the staff hung on. And then they went. Then, then nobody wanted to play them because they were good. You know, they went from everybody's homecoming game to uh, being a really good football team to where nobody wanted to play them. 
And they took that same mentality over to uh, to Waco High School, and they won a bunch of football games, as you know. Mm-hmm. A bunch of football games and a bunch of playoff games. So, anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we got on that, but I love talking high school football, and we'll do it on this program, I promise. 816, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. Coming right up, we're going to visit with Glenn Moore. We're going to talk some Baylor softball. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A rookie climbing the depth chart had a knockout blow in Sunday's win over the Giants. We'll introduce you to Jabril Cox after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com slash United. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The Cowboys' decision last week to release Jalen Smith led to playing time Sunday for rookie linebacker Jabril Cox, whose touchdown-saving tackle at the goal line also knocked Giants quarterback Daniel Jones out of the game with a concussion. The rookie knew that as an inexperienced player, the Giants would have a bullseye painted on him. I kind of already knew that they were going to try me. They saw a rookie out there, number 14. So my main assignment was I had the tight end, and once I saw he was blocking, then my next read was the quarterback. So I just wanted to get to the outside of him as fast as I could. I just wanted to read my cues and uh, just play fast. Playing fast is what helped me during the whole thing. Today, Jabril and teammates are in the first day of installing the game plan for Sunday at New England, a place the Cowboys haven't beaten the Patriots since 1987. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaFont. A flood watch is in effect for our area today. We'll see cloudy skies with a 60% chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Highs topping out at 85 degrees and expect cloudy skies and rain on again, off again tonight. Some of it may be heavy from time to time as lows fall to 69. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics and your home for Baylor football. Join us Saturday as the Bears take on BYU at McLean Stadium. Kickoff is set for 2.30. Our coverage begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with Game Day Live. We'll take a look at the game, bring you scores and interviews, and a whole lot more. It's Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, this Saturday at 10.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for outside or inside your home or office. Western art and pictures to hang on the wall. Purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, 
hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. They offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. It's the world's best Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Touch this. Touch this. <laughs> now there's one I think we'd be playing. <laughs> Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 820 Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Tom. It's uh it's great to be with you. Not not usually on this this time of year, but I appreciate you reaching out to us. Absolutely. First of all, what what is going on for fans? What what do you guys got going on within the softball program right now? I mean, I know yesterday when I would reached out, I think you were were working in the cages. So what, what where are you at with the program right now? We have two seasons, and this is our non traditional season, which you don't count wins and losses, so it's pretty fun. Uh, we have uh, 20-hour weeks, five weeks in the fall where we can actually play outside competition and uh, just prepare your team for, for the spring, take a look at a lot of different things. We have free substitution in most of those games. We actually play today against Chris Berry's uh, MCC team. He's got a heck of a team, so we're excited about playing if the weather holds out this will be our first fall competition for us so we'll play a few times getting to play against two-year schools gives us an opportunity to see that talent and uh look at a different face on the other side of the field is this where you build your your maybe your depth chart or or do you kind of have that already established no this is it this is where you move players around and see what they can do and try to find your uh, right combination. Coaches like to say the best nine, not the nine best. So uh, you want to figure out how. And, and of course, I, we don't get all the answers here either, Tom. You know, we move into the spring and go through the early part. I like to say I, I like to have my starting lineup by mid-March and know, know who we're going to go with and, and ride it then. And obviously you make some changes then. But uh, we're in that phase of where we're trying to see who came in in great shape, who's serious about um, earning a position and playing time. So it's a little internal competition going on right now, and I think it's healthy competition to rise the, the tide a little bit to uh, or the bar and, and uh, try to make your team better. Glenn, we, uh, we got a, a release yesterday uh, about Coach Lumley, and he's uh, receiving the NFCA Perseverance Award. Uh I just wanted you to take a couple of minutes, and I want to give you an open mic just to talk about the award and and Coach Lum, and just I want to just kind of give you an uh, an open forum here to to talk about this award and, and what it means to to the program and to the Lumley family. Well, nobody around here is surprised that he uh, was recognized in such a way. Everyone that that knows him knows what kind of man uh, he was during his time here on earth and he changed lives and the NFCA uh, surprised us whenever they announced that he was recognized nationally and that's the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association with the Donna Newberry Perseverance Award. Uh, Tom you knew Mark really well as well. I went to church with him and out at Meadowbrook and uh, he's just uh, the, the most incredible. He was the most incredible guy. 
uh, I could have asked for for an assistant coach. Had opportunities to leave and go coach many places. Uh, decided this is where the Lord wanted him to stay, and I was blessed by that. And many, many athletes have been uh, lung fault cancer for a long time, well over 10 years, and four different cancers. And, uh, you know, I can, uh, thinking back, I just, uh, going through that with him as his best friend, uh, you know, I never heard him say, why me? Uh, you know, I'm sure who knows what goes on inside a man's head when he's going through those things and facing his final days. But I never heard him say, why me? He was always other centered and uh, very, uh, very much pro Baylor ambassador for Baylor and our athletes. One of the, the, the greatest uh, attributes I can think of was the least of these, I've said that before, the least of these on our, in our program, the ones that may never see the field, he would spend the most time with. If we lost a recruit that we recruited really hard and are, are decided to go another direction, he worked his behind off to help them find another place to play, play uh, softball to fulfill their dreams. That's just a few of the many things that he stood for. I can't imagine – uh, a, a better person to receive the Perseverance Award and, uh, you know, an ambassador for our program in Baylor than Mark Lumley. Talk about his uh, his loyalty. When when you brought him to LSU with you, he, he, he never left your side, did he? No, he didn't. Uh, he wasn't, you know, I, I've always told my staff I don't want yes people. You know, I want people that don't want to make the final decision to go to war with me even if they – we had disagreements over it, and uh, he was that person. He he helped me. He had great wisdom. Uh, uh, you know, he was a high school coach that had achieved great success out in Arizona and was a Hall of Famer and uh, was recommended to me by Mike Kendra. I didn't even know uh, Mark at the time, but I knew Mike well and respected him. And out of respect to him, I just made the phone call, and it was – pretty quick that I knew that this was the, the person that I, I, I wanted to join up with. And that was in 1998 at LSU over the summer. And uh, he joined our staff that next year. We won the SEC by eight games. Nobody came close to us that year. He had our hitters rocking and rolling there and then uh, won it again in, in 1999. And then we I mean, we won it in 99 and 2000 and transferred over here to Baylor and, and uh, started to work on this program here. And he did, as I said earlier, had opportunities to, to, to go to many schools and uh, and do his, make his own path and uh, checked them out thoroughly. And each time he decided he wanted to stay here. And and uh, the Lord has a plan for us all, you know, and I think he, he had figured that out. He eventually I met his wife, Stacy here, who uh, was by his side last few years of his life and such a blessing to him and uh, to all of us as well. So, uh, you know, you're looking back, you know, God had a plan in his life and he he uh, certainly was a blessing to me. He'll be honored uh, at a at a brunch uh, in December, December the 11th. And uh, I, I bet that's going to be a, a very special time. Looking forward to it. I, I'm honored, uh, humbled uh, that I will get to accept the award on his behalf at the uh, NFCA convention out in Las Vegas. Our whole staff will be out there. And, um, you know, it's just a proud moment. He was known 
nationwide as a, as a great, not a, not only a great coach, but a great person. He was loved by uh, everyone that met him, and uh, he was a tireless worker as well. Well, uh, congratulations to uh, to the Lumley family and to the Baylor softball family. Uh, great honor for, for Mark. And, uh, uh, Glenn, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me and uh, allowing me to speak on behalf of uh, one of the greatest coaches Baylor's ever known. Talk to you soon, Glenn. Thanks. Thank you. That Take is uh, Glenn Moore, the uh, softball coach. Well, you can tell the passion he had for his uh, – not only his, his co-worker and – and staff member, but that was his friend. I mean, and you could tell uh, listening to Glenn. All right, uh, it is uh, 828. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and more coming next here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete list. The Premier Gun Range Experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and an event venue. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special membership rates are available now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Family owned and operated is a phrase you hear a lot. But nowhere is that more true than at Socorro Family Ford. We're thankful to our customers for keeping it local. And we show it by giving back to schools, churches, and organizations throughout Central Texas. We've watched our customers' kids and even their kids' kids grow up. Now a third generation of Socorros serves a fourth generation of customers. So if you care about buying a new car or truck from someone who genuinely cares about you, make that short drive to the Socorro exit in West and see how at Socorro Family Ford, our family makes a difference. 
Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. The Astros beat the White Sox 10-1 to win the American League Divisional Series, three games to one. Houston now heads to their fifth consecutive American League Championship Series, where they will meet the Boston Red Sox starting on Friday. A solo home run by Freddie Freeman in the bottom of the eighth launched the Braves to a 5-4 win over the Brewers to secure a spot in the National League Championship Series for the second year in a row. The Braves will have to wait to find out if they're facing the Giants or the Dodgers as Los Angeles sent that National League Divisional Series back to San Francisco for Game 5 with a 7-2 win over the Giants late last night on the West Coast. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Tell you, I, I feel like we're we're in the club. <laughs> Ward and I are in the club. <laughs> it's it's eight thirty five. Welcome back, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Studios, and our program is presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. All right, uh, Ward uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line. A couple of uh, of. Uh, CNC Collision Center text. This is uh, Corey. Corey says, man, there's uh, not a better man to represent God and Baylor than Glenn Moore. Great man to lead our youth. Could not agree with you more, Corey. And then uh, Diane says, going forward on fourth is not a personal decision. It is based on analytic analysis. Uh, 
And so I'm going to, and I appreciate your input, Diane. Thank you so much. But I'm going to respectfully agree and disagree. I, I think there's a lot of analytical information that goes into making that decision. But I also think, like we were talking about earlier, there is a there's a gut feeling to, you know, hey, our offensive line is getting it done. Uh, or maybe our offensive line is struggling a little bit right now. And maybe, you know, with a two-point lead late in the game, we go ahead and punt. I, I still think there's some head coach judgment that, that goes into this, and, and that's what – you know, that's that's why Dave Aranda uh, makes those decisions. I mean, it, ultimately, you know, he's not looking at a car, you know, like, you know, do we go for two or do we kick? I, I think there is some information there, and I think it's fed down to him. But ultimately, I think Dave Aranda is going to make that decision on a case-by-case basis. Would you agree with that or disagree with that? No, I totally agree with that. And I, I, I get why there's analytics and, and they're viable and, and usable. But for me, it's more of the the gut feeling and and what we need to get done right now. And and do I need to change the momentum? Do I need to keep the momentum? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot of just old school factors that still play a part in the decision to do that. Yeah, and, and that and that falls squarely on the shoulders of the head coach. He's going to get the credit. He's also going to get the blame if if it, if it crumbles and doesn't work, and you end up you know, giving up uh, points going the other direction. I, and as he pointed out, this may be a game of fourth downs because BYU is is a proponent and they're pretty aggressive, you know, and, th- and there's another thing. I mean, the, the coach's personality, I think, plays a factor into this. Do you is, – is he a guy that says, you know what, I don't want to give up the football. I'm going to go for it on fourth down. I don't want my – I, I, we're going to do this, you know. And then there's some guys that, hey, look, I think I'm going to flip it. We're going to, you know, I got a guy averaging 54 yards a punt. We're going to flip the field. We're going to we're going to put them inside the 15, and we're going to force them to, you know, to 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 drive 85 yards if they're going to get points. And so I I think, and there is no right or wrong answer in this case. No, I, I think it's 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 a personal decision on the part of. Uh, of the coach in, in in his personality. Well, it is. I mean, but again, it 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 also ensues on where you are in the game, what you're trying to get accomplished, and you know the the message you want to send to your team too. You know, one, I got confidence my offense is going to be able to pick up these three yards, five yards, two yards, one yard, whatever it is. And on the other side of it, you also ensued confidence on your defense. Hey, get ready, defense. If if we don't get this, I've got confidence in you that you're going to get the stop. So, this lays as much on your shoulders as it does the offense to go get it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our, you know, jump in here with us uh, on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Are, are you an aggressive – I mean, do you like to see the fourth down situation uh, where coaches go for it? The one that, that – that, I don't know, I'm not going to say bothers me, but, man, I, I, I sit up and pay attention is when you're on the negative side of the 50. Because, you know, look, if you're uh, – I don't have a problem with it. Well, okay, see, we're, we're different. I mean, it's just I, – I, I look at it and go, hey, one for one, – you're, you're asking the defense to, to really go into a three-and-out mode. I mean, because one first down, and there's points potentially on the board because guys can kick 50-yard field goals now. It doesn't take much to get into field goal range once you cross the 50-yard line. So, when you're, when you're sitting there – 
at the 39 or 40, and you say, you know what, we're, we're going to go for this thing on fourth down and one. What if you don't get it? Defense, stand up. <laughs> and, I, I, again, I don't have a problem with that at all. I like the aggressiveness. Yeah. Uh, and, see, that's where I would punt. I mean, particularly in Baylor's case. I mean, they got a guy that's, that's you know, shoot the other day was 54 yards a punt. And, you know, the hang time was about two and a half days. And uh, he put, like, three or four punts inside the 20-yard the, the, uh, line and, and forced, you know, this was – I get no, I'm – get my my days mixed up this was the Iowa State game uh where he where he did that but he also punted it great against uh West Virginia I I don't have the stats in front of me but I mean he banged it and and he's a weapon he's a positive weapon and that's what I was saying earlier in my opinion a punt is a positive play I know a lot of people look at well the drive stall you had to punt blah and that's negative because you're going back on defense well the game is I understand you're trying to score but the way to score, unless you're going to hit a home run, is is field position. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's part of the game. It is field position, and you know if you could, if you have a weapon like that, you you want to utilize him. But again, if you want to tell your team, both offensively and defensively, you have 100% confident in what their capabilities are, then you go for it in those situations. You just do, and if you want to be that team and the other thing is when you're able to make it Mm -hmm. in those situations you deflate the other side sometimes oh I, i get that it's it's a momentum swing it's not only keeping possession of the football but you've also if if you know, it's a momentum swing, and or it's a or it's a building of momentum. If you have the momentum, mm-hmm. I, I get all that. It's a risk reward decision the head coach has to make. Yeah, and, and I know there's analytics that you know that say, hey, you know, X percent of the time this is the. De-. I get all that, but ultimately, I think the flow of the game, the tempo of the game, the feel of the game, and. And a gut feeling, as you pointed out, sometimes it just comes down to, you know what, yeah, let's do this. Or, you know what, not this time. And that's where it falls squarely on the shoulders of Dave Aranda. Look, the Coach Grimes has got a play ready to go. He, oh, he, he does. He, he's, he's, he's got he's, a half a dozen plays ready to go, there you go. on fourth down. Mm-hmm. They're set. They're ready to roll. Just give me the word. But who's giving them the word? Coach one Aranda. guy. One dude. Yeah. Dave Aranda. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And if he says, yes, let's go for it, here we go. And if he doesn't, then it's, you know, special teams, get your punting unit out there, and let's flip it. And so, I don't know. They've been very, very successful. They have. I mean, there's I mean, there's no denying that they've that they've been very successful. And it's led, as, they, as we said, you know, to, to points in a lot of cases. Well, and the more times it's, they're successful doing it, the more times they're going to attempt it. Mm-hmm. And it just that, – that builds in, in, in confidence in being able to go out and get it. And so they keep doing it. They keep getting it. They're going to do it more. And does that also send a message to the opponent, you better work on your short yardage defense? Absolutely. Certainly it does. Certainly it does. Uh, you, you're not – I mean – Look, they're not going to fool anybody if they line up in 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 you know under center, you know, or or, or in the shotgun, and you know, and and go for it. That, that I, I think it's going to be expected by opponents for the rest of the season. But this is make no mistake about it; it's pretty clear that this is a pretty aggressive group. Well, I, and I I think you you have to be 
in this league. And for Baylor, I think you you have to be to get where you want to be because, you know, last year was a huge disappointment. This year, it, it's a total difference in the approach and, and what they're trying to do and the confidence, and this is part of the confidence. I mean, well, just saying, hey, look, you're going to have to stop us on fourth down. And here's the thing. <laughs> Think about this. We're in the middle of October, and, and they're one went away from being bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Middle of October. We're not talking about the middle of this, uh, November. We're talking about the middle of October. This football team beats BYU, and they punch their ticket to a bowl game. Now, I think – I pretty think, impressive. I, yes. Heck, yes, it is. I think they want more than six. Well, yeah. But you you know what I'm saying. I mean, they've I had – I mean, this was part of the goal board. Yeah. I mean, get yourself ready. Yeah, get bowl eligible. And then, you know – We'll go from there. The next thing is – Get to the conference championship. Win a conference championship. You know, there, there's let's steps. play on New Year's Day. <laughs> there's steps on everybody's goal board, and this right. is this is one of the rungs that they wanted to get to. And he does not talk about bowl eligibility. No. He was asked about it. He no. doesn't talk about the polls and all that stuff. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. All he cares about is let's prepare what, to win the next one. Who do we have Saturday? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, I know on Mondays when he meets with the media that he's got to talk to us about the previous game, and he does. But I, I guarantee you he is thinking – he all the time he was talking about WVU, he was thinking about BYU and, and how can he beat Brigham Young. And, and that's that's what they do. They don't care about all that other stuff. That's that's for us. That starts on Saturday night about <laughs> yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah. You, players, you can enjoy it till Sunday – you know, at, at our meeting time after church. But that's what they do, and it's a it's a week-by-week process. But this team, and again, I think it's incredibly impressive that if they go out and win a home game, homecoming on Saturday, that this team will be in a position to go to postseason play. And, and that's where they are right now. Uh, elsewhere in the league, I'm going to get your thoughts real quick. I know we're running late, but I want to get your thoughts – you you brought up to to Shahan J. Raja earlier this morning, uh, Oklahoma State and Texas. And oh, by the way, if you missed any of our stuff this morning, and I can't imagine you did because it is a it's an award winning program. But if you missed any of, the, why are you laughing? <laughs> I, I sound like somebody in the north. Uh, if if you uh if you missed any of the program later on today, we'll have it uh, we'll have it up on our on our website, uh, SyntechSportsFan.com. SyntechSportsFan.com. You can go to uh, you can go check it out and, and catch some of those interviews if you happen to miss them. But you brought up Oklahoma State and Texas. Uh, Very intriguing. How does this one roll, in your opinion? Yeah, I that's, that's the, that's the million-dollar question for Horns fans. I mean, do, do they bounce back from that monumental collapse? And, you know, I, I, trust me, it was a collapse. Uh, it, it was as much of a collapse as it was Oklahoma charging and 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 getting the thing done. Uh, so how do they how do they stop reeling? Uh, because they they were on their skates at the end of that game. I I know it's at home, but Oklahoma State's a really really good football team coming into Austin. So um, I'm I'm intrigued by this one just. How it plays out. Another 11 a.m. start for the Horns. I mean, that ought to be pretty natural for them by now. Yeah, they got that 7 a.m. wake-up call down, don't they? Yeah, they do, absolutely. And so, um, I, I they need to come out 
fast and furious uh, in this one and and put not only put doubt in Oklahoma State's mind, but take the doubt out of their mind, in my opinion. Right. The game that intrigues me, believe it or not, and, and I'll tell you why. Back in the summer, who did we talk about in the Big 12? Talked about three teams. Oklahoma. Yes. Oklahoma State. Yes. Uh, and Kansas State. Well, Iowa State for me. Oh, I, Iowa State. Yeah. yeah. Iowa State. Do, do we talk about Iowa State ever? I forgot they were in the Big 12. Bingo. That, <laughs> and kidding, that's, I'm like, okay, so just kidding, but. Baylor took them to the – Baylor beat them. Mm-hmm. And now Iowa State sits at three and two, one and one. This was a top – this was a top twenty team. This was, you know, hey, Coach Campbell. Well, you know, he, he, look, he, I, I they still were think top he's a, fifteen when, yeah, for a while. It was number. Four, I still think he's an outstanding football coach, and he is. I mean, there's you, you don't do what he's done, and and not being he's still a hot commodity and all that kind of stuff. But they're three and two, and they're one and one in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're really haven't been part of the part of the conversation piece, not around here anyway. No. And that and that absolutely intrigues the heck out of me. So they're going to play Kansas State, and I think this is two teams that are kind of similar. Uh, and I think that should be an interesting game. But man, oh man, if you're if you're Iowa State and you lose to Kansas State, who's zero and two in the conference, hmm. that's that's going to be problematic. And you drop to one and two, three and three at the halfway point. Yeah, Ooh. That's not going to be good. That's not what you start. That wasn't I, your, that sur- wasn't on your goal board. I can tell you that. No, absolutely not. And I I'm surprised Kansas State is sitting there without a win. I really am. Well, injured quarterback. That and, and that, that'll do it every time. Yeah, that that puts you behind the eight ball more times than not. I mean, especially in the realm that we're in now, of you know, most people, most teams, don't have a good 100% reliable backup quarterback anymore. You know why? He's in the portal. Yes, because he's taking his ball and he's going to play somewhere else. He's and in that, the portal. And that's unfortunate for teams because you look up and you go, uh-oh. Now, look, Oklahoma does because, you know, that that kid is something special and he just happens to be there. But most most teams nowadays aren't that lucky. They're just not. Right. It's it's where we are in college football now. All right, uh, it is uh, eight fifty. We're ten away from nine. And love talking that football. Uh, we're ten away from nine, and our uh, our eight o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All of these openings start at seventeen dollars an hour or more, and you can apply at seventy six hundred one Imperial Drive. We'll step aside, and we're coming right back with more in just a moment. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun on first down. Only heard here. Prescott with all day going deep. Cooper in the end zone. He caught the ball. All season. What a strike from Dak Prescott to the one-legged Amari Cooper. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New England Patriots. Live from Gillette Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Patriots Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. 
Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts in Child Development, Associate of Arts in Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule, but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at Automatic Chef Canteen. Family owned and operated is a phrase you hear a lot, but nowhere is that more true than at Socorro Family Ford. We're thankful to our customers for keeping it local, and we show it by giving back to schools, churches, and organizations throughout Central Texas. We've watched our customers' kids, and even their kids' kids grow up. Now a third generation of Socorros serves a fourth generation of customers. So if you care about buying a new car or truck from someone who genuinely cares about you, make that short drive to the Socorro exit in West and see how at Socorro Family Ford, our family makes a difference. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA, equal housing lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Astros beat the White Sox 10 to 1 to win the American League Divisional Series, three games to one. Houston now heads to their fifth consecutive American League Championship Series, where they will meet the Boston Red Sox starting on Friday. A solo home run by Freddie Freeman in the bottom of the eighth launched the Braves to a 5-4 win over the Brewers to secure a spot in the National League Championship Series for the second year in a row. The Braves will have to wait to find out if they're facing the Giants or the Dodgers as Los Angeles sent that National League Divisional Series back to San Francisco for Game 5 with a 7-2 win over the Giants late last night on the West Coast. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
All right, day 55. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as uh, we roll through this uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, Greeny's coming up at 9 o'clock this morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the uh, – the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame has released their uh, their class, their induction class, and boy, it's a pretty impressive group. Listen to this: you got uh, Robert Griffin the third. Heard and, of him? Yeah, Susie Snyder Eppers mm-hmm. uh, from Waco is also going into the class. Uh, Manu G- Ginobili and Tony Parker. Ever heard of those guys? Yeah, familiar. Yeah, yeah. Chris Bosch. Hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. NBA champion. Uh, Bob Beeman's going to be inducted as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mike Rimfro. Yeah. Think about that. Renfro, am I not mistaken, he played high school football here in Texas. He played mm-hmm. for the Oilers. Mm-hmm. And didn't he spend a couple of years with the Cowboys? Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. So his entire football career was spent in the Lone Star State. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Michael Strahan is also going to go into the uh, into the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see. And that's coming up March the 12th. Oh, by, and Carly Patterson Caldwell. Uh, is going into the Hall of Fame. And, the, and that uh, induction ceremony will be March the 12th, 2022. Pretty good the group. 20, the uh, 61st Annual Induction Banquet. Uh, and it's going to be over at the Extraco Event Center. So, yeah, uh, you got some uh, pretty impressive folks mm-hmm. that are going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. The other day, what was it, yesterday or the day before, we gave you the uh, uh, High School Football Hall of Fame induction. Uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that was an impressive class. I mean, so you, you just stop thinking about it. The, the world-class athletes that we have uh, in the Lone Star State. Pretty impressive. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for uh, calling. Thanks for texting. We appreciate everybody who texted in on the CNC Collision Center text line. Warden and I are back in the morning at uh, 7 a.m. John Morris is coming up at 3, Mosley at 4. We'll see you tomorrow. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the thanks to Bill. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and come down for fun games, thrilling rides, and all the fair favorite foods. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. On Tuesday, October 12th, for only $20, get unlimited rides, carnival armband, and gate admission. You can also get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We can't wait to see you there. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out on...